bloody love. Fantasy football. Hello and welcome back to the I Bloody Love Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 26. We've been missing for a couple of weeks because of Christmas, but we're back with a bang. Robbie, how was your holidays? They were great. Rubbish first two game weeks of the Christmas period. Kind of clawed a bit back on, what game week was it? 21? 20? 21, I think. I was actually 20. personally how it was, but okay, that's good start. Oh yeah, no, oh, Disneyland was great. Fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. Brilliant time. Uh, for me, I just had a nice relaxing Christmas at home. Right, let's get stuck in. So it's been three game weeks since we've done a podcast, which feels a bit mad. Feels a really long time, and it's only it's only like just over a week ago. Week since and, we did week and a bit, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to take just the talking points from game week eighteen, game week nineteen. Just pick two or three things each and go through them. Then we will do the same for game week nineteen, and then we we'll go in depth into game week twenty. Then we'll have a, a little bit of a chat about the upcoming break and what it means for everybody. So. Game week 18, what was your things that stood out for you? Game week 18 had a bit of a, a rubbish game week, to be honest. Um, I didn't do great. Um, it was just one of them at 41 points. I don't think anybody did, did well that week. No, it was it was, it was just a scrape. I, I took a punt on Callum Wilson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you brought him in as captain, didn't you? I brought him as captain, and that was the one when Solanke... Hit the hat-trick. Hit the hat-trick, and... I, I just don't know. I never even considered Solanke. And then I took I thought Wilson was a punt, but then Newcastle are just completely awful at the minute. Yeah, they're terrible. There's rumours of all kinds of things going on in the background. Uh, the f- big talk about, I suppose, Villa stopped their home run, one all. Ollie Watkins, did he get an assist or did he do nothing? Ollie yeah. Watkins. He did nothing. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, then you had West Ham beating Man United, Bowen got a goal, I think that was my highest score player. Solanke, Spurs beating Everton in a game that Everton probably should have done more out of. A penalty that wasn't given for Liverpool when Odegaard. <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It's, I'm really sick of talking about it because it's just, it's just driving the controversy. Yep. This thing now, bringing referees to commentate your, to commentate your own games. Crazy. And it was such a nailed-on penalty. And that's yeah. what VAR was supposed to be... I don't know. Now, now, what I will say is, everyone was screaming about, oh, Liverpool to the 1-2-1. The fact of the matter is, Liverpool equalised soon after that anyway. Yeah, but it is a different game. It is different, but not necessarily doesn't mean Liverpool win that game. Yeah. So In Christmas Eve game, the game we were all giving about, you had uh, Wolves beating Chelsea. Wolves, the surprise package of the year. They are a very interesting team now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have Cunha, who's... Still very relatively low-owned. Yeah. You have uh, Asian Cup-bound Chan... Yeah, so that's game week 18 very, very quickly. Yeah. Game week 19 was a much more enjoyable game week for me. Uh, we said that the United-Villa game could be a cracker. It was. It was. You had uh, 3-2. United come from three uh, from 2-0 down. Just like the United of old. Of course, it didn't last. But from a game week point of view, this episode is called Chris Wood Wood with Chris Wood. Because Chris Wood had I think, the hat-trick hat against Newcastle. What a hat-trick it was. Did you see the goals? No. Oh, they were fantastic. He scored over, he took a little dink around the keeper and the commentator after the match said to him, that wasn't a very Chris Wood kind of a goal you scored today. And he says, well, that's a bit disrespectful. Did he say that to him? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, he's not the worst player in the world. <laughs> he's not. Uh, then you had Bournemouth Fulham. Solanke scored again. You had Sheffield United and Luton in a, in a crazy game uh, with two own goals in the last few minutes. 
But th- this game week now, like I, I took a punt. I, t- I brought in Pinnock and I got rid of him straight away. Yeah. I was going to bring in Gusto from Chelsea. I brought in Pinnock as a bit of a punt, yeah. zero points. I just, no one did anything for me that game week. No, I had, again, this was another low scoring game week. I think the average was 38. I got 32. I'd Gusto have him on the bench for the past, I think, three months since he got injured and he's back in now. Nobody really did anything. Uh, let me see. Even Liverpool. Yeah, no, it was... It was Darwin, it was Jota. Gakpo, Luis Diaz. No, no Alexander-Arnold, even though he got the bonus points. Then United Villa, but again, from a fancy football point of view, nobody really did anything. You weren't you weren't going to be having Garnacho or Hoyland. No, and Watkins didn't do anything. Although there was a lot of people trying to claim he touched that John McGinn across into the box. Yeah. There was a few desperate calls for... That's been given to him. Wolves again, 4-1. Wolves are the only team to win all three Christmas games. Do you know that? Are they? Yeah. Nobody and else he is. is on my radar, that Cooney now. But but it's going to come down to now. This These African Cup of Nations, the Asia Cup, having the mid-season, it's a ridiculous... How is it fair? How do clubs agree to it? Well, there's no choice. It's the international game takes precedence. But when you look at it, you have Liverpool losing their best player. Yeah. Spurs losing probably their best player. Yeah. You have Wolves losing their top scorer. Probably one of the best players, yeah. Yeah, you have United losing their goalkeeper, which some people are saying is a good thing. <laughs> and it does, you have the likes of Man City, who have nobody going anywhere. And I remember back in the day when United were winning things, they never had any African players going to the AFCON. Whereas the likes of City had Yaya Toure. Yeah. Liverpool had Toure. There was always Mane. Yeah. But now... I think it's unfair and I'm not just saying like from a Liverpool point of view right they're going to be without Salah and so on but if I was say for example Man City I'm looking going Liverpool are challenging for the title Arsenal challenging for the title Arsenal get to play Liverpool without Salah we used to play Liverpool twice with Salah if you're looking at the relegation teams Burnley get to play Liverpool without Salah whereas all the other teams are going to play with Salah true it's the same that's not fair but fairness doesn't come into it. It is what it is. Yeah. Fixtures are random. It is, but it, but it's a nonsense. Why are these in the mid-season having international tournaments? I it's suppose it must be the heat. It's it's nonsense. I just don't agree with it, I think. And it's really going to mess up fancy football because not just the players you're missing, but how them players... Like you, for example, could have... Salah gone say, for seven say, weeks. Say I look at Brighton, right? Yeah. Brighton are missing a lot of their players. And I'm looking at bringing in a Stupinan. But I don't know now how attacking or how many goals Brighton are going to score yeah. because they're missing. So that's a knock-on effect to other players. Liverpool are way less potent without Salah. Excuse me. Without Salah. Yes. Uh, Spurs are way less potent without... Without Son. You don't know then when Haaland is due back. So basically what's going to happen this week is if you want to get rid of players, you have so much money you can oh, do of whatever the hell you want with it. But, and then this is where the game is going to get really good because you're trying to plot out... Or predict what's going to happen. It's so unpredictable now. We don't know when Haaland's going to be back, when Salah's going to be back. KDB. KDB coming into it. And then, yeah, there's so much now that can alter. Like, you could easily make up any amount of points on someone if you get it right. It's a, it's it's kind of, it's one of these years where everything's about load place and then they throw in AFCON and the Asian Cup. And tell me, have they always been on at the same time? I don't remember no. the Asian Cup ever leaving before. No, I don't know. It, it could be something to do with the heat or where it is it's been held this year. Yeah. As I said, I'm not... A fan of these mid-season things. I think it's nonsense. Then you had Everton going into City, getting harshly done with a penalty. Oh, God. But again, Alvarez got the penalty, got some bonus points because of Did it. Did you think it was a penalty? No. And again, I'll go back to this thing, the United one, ages ago, I can actually shot the first yeah. player. 
And that Gombin on Sky Sports saying, well, that, saying that's not a penalty. The exact same fella, the exact same thing happens. Oh, that's a, a penalty these days. They're all trying to tie themselves up and not trying to figure out what's going on. And they're ridiculous. We come back to penalties in last week's game week. It, um, it, it doesn't make sense, no, what people are saying. Because it's just too convoluted. Yeah. It's, there's, no, there's no right or wrong. <clears throat> then you had uh, disasters of a couple of game weeks for Arsenal. They lost to West Ham. They're, they're bottling it. Are they bottling it or is that just to be an Arsenal? <laughs> Arsenal, the new Spurs, I think they're bottling it. I mean, the goal that they conceded against Fulham, the winner. West Ham losing 2-0 home to West Ham. Now, in fairness, it's a good West Ham team. But but I still think Arsenal just had a good start to last season. If you, uh, if you look at their form over the whole of the year, 2023... It's not that different. They had a very good first half of last season. Yeah. And apart from that, that's it. They never they just reverted to their mean. And they were in Declan Rice and there was a stat a tweet doing the rounds. I sent it on to you and it compared Arsenal with Declan Rice this year compared to without Declan Rice last year for the first 19 games of the season and it did the same at West Ham and it did not look good for Declan Rice. No. Arsenal, worst position, worst points, worst goal scored, more goals conceded, worst goal difference. West Ham the exact opposite all the way, all the way up. Now I know West Ham Bought well and improved, but it's a, it's a fairly damning statistic for him. Even though, if you watch him, he's been brilliant this year. I'm really coming around to David Moyes. Oh, yeah. Fair play to him. I, I, what happened to him at United? I'm actually quite happy for him. But, but I mean, to rebuild his career, he was like he was a, a joke. He went to Spain, was a laughed out of it. Yeah. And to rebuild his career with West Ham and what he's done, hats off to him. Yeah. You know, I really admire that. I respect the, the fact that he, he got picked himself up and so yeah. proved how good manager is. Yeah. And then he's losing kudos as well. They're losing, yeah, they're losing a good few. Right, let's get in depth then. This week just gone. Did you get to watch much of it as you were swanning around you or Disney? No, I got to watch, um, I got to watch the Liverpool game. I didn't see any other games. Okay. I got to see the Liverpool game. I was following the scores all right. Yeah, same. So Luton 2, Chelsea 3. Looked like it was home and drive for Chelsea and then Luton came back into it. I was getting messages all right. Yeah. No, I was delighted. I didn't... Because you Palmer in a couple of weeks ago. I was close to getting rid of Palmer again. Two goals, assists, bonus yeah. points. What do you get? 18 points altogether? Yeah, he was, that's two big hauls. He's yeah. a phenomenal player. If you look at our leagues, anybody with over 80 points pretty much had you Salah have captain have, Palmer yeah. on the way. Uh, Jackson with an assist. Then bonus points, Palmer again, 57. Yeah, he was always getting them. And then yeah. Luton, like, they really had, there's a bit of fight in Luton, which I like. I really, I'd love to see them stay up. Yeah. I don't know who I'd like to see go down. Uh, Villa 3 Burnley 2 Villa did their best to, to bottle it as well they did yeah but the, like you kind of nearly expected more Douglas Luiz is again just quietly picking up the points it was never a penalty though oh my god your man kicked them up was fucking your man went down like he's after been shot with, a, with an Uzi it was yeah it's it's very frustrating to see these penalties going in it is yeah. it's it really is 2 assists for Watkins but I think it's not really doing anybody any good because everybody has them for Watkins yeah but you just have him he's like Haaland yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The, but like Douglas Weiss, he's just churning out the points, churning out the points, and he's he's been solid. I'm I'm kind of still sick that I didn't have him to start because I would have had kept a hold of him. But yeah. you, you don't know what I would have done since then. You don't. Then you Crystal Palace against Brentford. Eze back. Elise with two goals, one of them an absolute beauty. And then a load of people, I think it was 75,000 transfers of Elise in and he's injured. Is he? Mm. <laughs> oh, I didn't see he was injured. This is like this game week now, the next one's done over two weekends. Yeah, I saw that. This right. is very, it, this is really tricky stuff yeah. now. Uh, Man City 2, Sheffield United nil, fairly standard, easy win. Alvarez with the goal again. Uh, Foden 
since ha- since Adam has gone, it's been brilliant. Yeah, he's he's playing in that free role. Two assists, bonus points. Rodri with a cracker. Yeah. You just wonder, are City going to go on the run now? It's hard to know. There's a lot being made of Kevin De Bruyne coming back. He's 33. He's coming back off a bad injury. Yeah. Ireland, nobody knows what's going on. No. Very hard to know. They, there's, there's, the rumours on Twitter is he's back for Newcastle. And that's because that really, yeah. I have, I have the money there to get him back in. As in, get, have to get rid of Salah or just Alvarez does oh. talent. I, I've, I've kept that money there. Wow. And like I'm looking at holding Salah on the bench because I've too much money caught up in him. But I can bring um, Haaland straight back in. It's just I don't want to bring him in if he's not going to play. So, do I wait Newcastle away? But you have two weeks. Newcastle won't away. Isn't the, isn't the 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 test you thought it might be. Well, unless he like unless Hedy Hill gets players back and starts sorting himself out, like you know they're gonna have to. It's and actually so, oh, it's actually no, it's it's the thirteenth, yeah. So it might be too soon for Haaland. Yeah. So it's Saturday week. It's not the. Not the following. Uh, Wolves against Everton. Great win for Wolves. Yeah, Everton Cunha. have had a terrible Christmas after picking themselves up and getting yeah. luck to be going right again. Cunha, a player I really like. Yeah, forward low. And he's still low won't. He scored, what did he get? 10 or 12 points that game or something? Because I'm talking about it, like I'm, I'm looking at my team and how I'm going to set it up and he's one of the options I'm looking at. Yeah. Because with Salah, if I hold Salah, that means I have to play 3-4-3 three, three, or 4-4-2. Four, four, yeah. And I have a couple of different options because I really am just considering. But well, he's doing it. He's delivering pretty much week on week. Yeah. Oh, he is. As yeah. much if not more than Chen. Then the depressing game, Forest 2, United 1. What well, is it fair to say that it's all too predictable? It's predictable in its own predictability. They go out and they have a brilliant win. Now, what I will say is Hoyland was injured and it would have been lovely to see if he had a kick on after so Yeah. Goal. But I did have one issue with this game. and The Dallow sending off is starting to look more and more ridiculous every week. I don't think it'll happen again. When Dallow got booked twice in the same passage of play, Morgan Gibbs-White in this game scored the winner, was mm-hmm. man of the match. However, he could have had three yellow cards in the same passage of play, and all he got was one. He had a bad foul first, then he had a petulant little kick, and then he took Johnny Evans out of it. He should have been gone. And I was looking at it going, he, he's never going to go for it, but if Dallow goes for the two of those... Right? But, but the, the no, I, I one, understand your point. Have you seen it? No. Look it up. Yeah. It's so frustrating. But you see, it's when they make these stupid decisions and these outliers, then you're looking for the consistency. I, I, like, like the other night in the Liverpool game, right? Um, Joe Linton... Hauls your man back. Yeah, he plays advantage. And he didn't come back. And I've seen refs come out. And then you've got that absolute moron who's the personality of a cream cracker coming on, Mike Dean. He, he's just awful. And he changed, I think he changed his position between the first half and the second half. He's what are you like what like he's like What are you contributing to this conversation? He's he's just awful. awful that one stuff. was strange because you see it in so many games and they always They bring the up. play back yeah. and And now I know people were saying he was book later on. Probably wouldn't have done the stupid tackle later on. The Maybe not. No, you can't. This way you can't say it. It's it's not like one on one equals two yeah. because it's consequential. He gets booked. He's he's going to play a different type of game. Yeah. But then again, Garnacho followed on his two goals from a fancy point of view with an assist. Rashford back in the goals. Tell you what, Paddy, your prediction at the start of the season are looking very good. Garnacho, Ariola. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> I have none of them. Uh, Fulham Arsenal. And in fairness, actually, my. Um, uh, Douglas Louise predictions there's a few of ours yeah. coming from the start of the season that yeah, are, we're not talking about the ones we predicted that no no, no. we'll blow our own up but we won't highlight the bad stuff Fulham 2 Arsenal 1 Saka back in the goals that was about it from, a, from an Arsenal point and of view it, it was a scruffy finish yeah a, a, another player now like he seems to be playing consistently well he's back from suspension Jimenez yeah 
Yeah. It's another good goals. lovely finish. Yeah. Really nice finish. And again, Fulham playing lovely stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. And a low low price forward with low. Yeah, there's loads of these low price forwards that you can hang it in if you want to play three four three or four three three even. Spurs, Bournemouth, uh, Richarlison, Sun and Sar. And the first game in a long time, Slanka did nothing in. I've, I, I, again, the bonus point system for this was nonsense. Did you see what happened? No. Right? It's... Lichelso was on three, right? Yeah. Sun is nowhere near being mapped, okay? Yeah. Richarlison scores. Yeah. And Sun goes up to 30 points, but BPS, bonus point system. Yeah. And I'm like going, how is this possible? <laughs> then... Bournemouth score and Sun goes up again and I'm like it's like what has he done to deserve these bonus points considering he wasn't getting anything yeah Tavernia got the assist he's he's won he is there's a lot of them born. but like that it's I think people are and a lot of people it's very easy to get caught in the trap and I fall into it of being dictated by price yeah whereas if you just look and just if you ignore price and start picking players you can have a quality fancy football team there for 80 million yeah, but nobody's ever going to do that. Really entertaining game Monday night, Liverpool 4 and Newcastle 2. Looked like Newcastle were going <laughs> to do Liverpool, get the draw, but Liverpool just ran away with it. Highest XG ever recorded in the history of I, XG. I, I was looking, I was thinking, even though apparently you were thinking, is it going to be one of these games? It wasn't, they were just so utterly dominant. Yeah. It was the chance they were missing was ridiculous. It, it was did five look like it was going to be one of those games though. It did. Dubravka with 10 saves. Yeah. And I was delighted with myself having Dubravka getting goals, and then he gets it booked. It must have been a kind of split kind of... I was delighted. In one way, I was like, it was it was a real mixed bag for me because yeah. at Salah captain, Dubravka makes a penalty save. You lose the points for Salah. Salah, and then... At this age, you're at minus two. But Dubravka, it was actually better for me that Dubravka saved the penalty. Because everybody has Salah, nobody has Dubravka. And then I was just, just seeing him racking up the saves, and I was like, ching, 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 ching points, and I was delighted with me keeper. What did he end up with? He only ended up with the eight because he lost his bonus because of the foul he made on Yotta. No, Yotta. he got one bonus point. Yeah, but he was on three only he for the yellow card on Yotta. It's mad, isn't it? Keeper on three with, with a 14. Let's talk about this penalty. Two things. Why was Bravka not sent off? I don't know. If it's a penalty, yeah. he should have been sent off. Two, I don't think it was a penalty. I know you think it was. I have no bias. You do. He looked like he was gone around the keeper. Oh crap! The ball is too far ahead of me. I felt a little touch. I'm going to go down. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. It's, it's right. What's the discussion? We're there's, not a, there's a different angle. Okay, first of all, it wasn't gone too far. So my first thing is, Yata wants to score. If he's scoring, if he he's going to stay in his feet, if he wants to score. The second thing is, if you look from the angle behind him, right, you can see he doesn't touch him with his hand. That's not where the contact is made. He clips his back leg with his with his forearm. I think clipped is very strong. No, he, he he's running and he touches. And if you watch the way Yota lands on his left ankle, he, he when he lands on that left ankle, he doesn't land flat-footed. He lands on the side of the ankle. And if he tries to stay up there, he breaks his ankle. He did try to stay up and then he went down. No, and if you watch did. the way he fell, when, he, when that left ankle touches, he falls. I That's what I looked at. It was that back angle. And for me, running at the speed them lads run it. Yeah, I agree he, with that. You know, he's touched slightly. And that's for me was like... Maybe you're right because it did cross my mind why the hell is he going down when he's not... Dubravka came out and said it, that he made contact and it was a penalty. There's no way is Yata going down when he's an empty net. I don't know. I if think, you, and do you, I think really think he, do you really think he's the presence of mind 
He's running through. He knocks it by the keeper. He doesn't. It, it, it he happens. Panics. It happens that quick. Yeah, and he panics and hits the ground. I think he doesn't I, have time I, to use his better judgment. I think he knows that he doesn't have time. He thinks he's still on for that goal, and he goes down. And and he's going in for a penalty where Salah has already missed one. No, he he, he that was no way a dive. Why do you think Liverpool's chances are now that uh, Salah's gone? Have they enough going forward? For the teams that are playing, they do. I worry about the Arsenal game mm. because. At the end, but the way Arsenal play at the moment, yeah, no, but I just do worry going to the Emirates, they're good at home. It's it's just unfortunate. I do think they've enough going forward, like they can bring in like Jota being back is a big deal. Jota is brilliant, and he he really links up the play. And because he's back, I, I, I wouldn't be as worried. Okay, then the boring game Tuesday night, I kind of watched five minutes and turned it off. The most interesting thing coming out of this. If Bowen had about scored Areola, you would have been top of our league. You would have been sit- sorry. You would have been top scorer of the week. Yeah. But then he pulls off eight saves, clean mm. sheet, three bonus points, eleven points, yeah. sitting on my bench. <laughs> Areola and the amount of people who have got rid of him, yeah. and now he's last two games: Arsenal and Brighton, clean sheets. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's not all. I'd say that it's stupid and back. It's stupid. Scored last week. He's definitely won. For, like, like he's back, and look what he's got. Yeah. And another clean sheet last night. To be, honest with you, the bonus well. to be honest with you, I'm looking, Kabori's gone to the Afghan. I'm looking at bringing in a Stupinan and playing 4 4 2 and leaving Salah sitting on my bench. For 5 million, it's something different to everyone else. For 5 million, I think a Stupinan offers potential points at both ends. Yeah. Whereas if you bring in a forward, they don't score, they're only getting two points. He was massively <laughs> owned before his injury, wasn't he? Oh, he was huge. He was massively owned. And I think he could be a bit of a differential. So I'd be looking because <clears throat> I was going to get rid of Saliba, but. Saliba has nice fixtures. Yeah. Even though his, you know, Palace at home, Forest away, you know, Liverpool at home, but out Salah, it would leave me with, I've got Trent and Moreno and then a Stupin, which are three scoring backs. You have Moreno, have you? <clears throat> I brought him in, yeah. Right, so let's have a look <clears throat> at our leagues. So we won't go through each week, we'll go through the, the way they are. Well, the big pro- news is all the King's men, Brian King is off the top. He is seven points behind Badger and it's Colin Hale in the Instagram league. Come down me, long time leader Ben Bracknell down to third. Boylano's FC fourth, the Unstoppables fifth. Buffy's Babe sixth, and Robbie Keane to Hallam back again up to seventh. Making a bit of progress. Yeah, top ten finished off by Poppy's All Stars, Lee Hodgins, hundred thousand Keith Brady, and Robbie's Keane by Brian O'Neill. Robbie's Keane is uh, Brian O'Neill dropping down the league from his lofty position. It's um, American football season, but isn't it? Yeah, but the league is over, so maybe we'll see some moves on him coming up. Uh, score of the week. Lee Hodgson's Poppy's All-Stars 101 points nice any time a man gets a yeah. century he deserves a round of applause so well done Lee very good he had uh, like a lot of people this week a lot of high scorers only one defender scoring so he had Alexander Arnold who scored nothing he had Kabore who scored nothing then his points were all in the midfield he had Salah as captain Palmer Foden Bernardo only got three but then he had Son Watkins and Alvarez and he had Ariola in goal so yeah Bulabus to you Lee uh, who else was after that we had a couple of 90s Buffy's Babes 92 Robbie Keane 92 Rashford Smashford oh no sorry FC Zerd Niall Merton 92 uh, 96 second highest of the week Kings of Leon Bailey Cormac McHugh Cormac had a good game yeah. uh, special mention to Mickey Brennan who played his free hit this week and it did not go well for him oh no he had Virgil Alexander-Arnold Gabriel Son and Salad did it for him but then he had Bowen Gabriel Jesus Solanke. So he got 55 points, so he was below average for a week where you play a free hit. 
bit of a disaster. But keep the faith, Mick. It'll come back. What about the Twitter League? Twitter League was going great for me until Ariola. Robbie, it's not all about Three you. people ahead of me all at Ariola. So it turns what I was taught was making a good week for me. No, so uh, Seamus Murphy, Big Dunks Pigeons is leading it now. One one seven four. And then you've got the Unstoppables, uh, Buffy's Babes, the Hallen back again, uh, a ding or ding ding dong. <laughs> Sorry, you. <laughs> a ding or a ding ding dong. Okay. Paul Lavin Paul with ninety three points this week, and then Victor Moses Grass, Robbie's Keen, Backstreet Moyes, and Inkunku Clock. Inkunku Clock with the highest score of the week in the Twitter league. He had ninety nine. One points. shy of the. Oh, you'd be sick, wouldn't you? Yeah, just, just that one. Just, just that one point. Like, sorry, I wouldn't be sick of ninety nine points. That's not making that mistake, but it's just a little bit frustrating not to get to the the big, the big three digits. Oh, it's yeah, like it, it is nice to get to that. In the We Are Mead versus I Bloody Love Fantasy Football, kind of appropriate, David Rispin, who is an Arsenal fan, is pulling a bit of an Arsenal. I'm now only 30 points behind him. I noticed you're closing the gap on Andy Fogg as well. Yeah, I'm closing the gap on Andy as well. Yeah, Paddy's making some very slight moves. Uh, what about the Money League? The human scale leader is Mike FC, Gary Stuttered on 1-2-2-2. That is a high score. Where is Gary overall? Gary is... One thirty-five thousand in the world. Oh, yeah, he's going well. Yeah, I'd be very happy to be in such a lofty position. And bad your ankles, big dunks, pigeons. So a lot of the same people. Uh, it's it's interesting, but you can see the kind of guys who've who've switched off and stuff. But it's there's a lot of ground there that could be made up in the next couple of weeks. It's yeah. very tricky coming the next couple of game weeks. Right, well, let's have a look. We won't preview it because we have that next week because yeah. it's an FA Cup week. But let's look at the dates. So it's a very strange one. I've never seen this in all my time playing fantasy football. No, there is. There's there's matches next weekend. There's none this weekend. There's matches next weekend. Sorry, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Before, 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 before yeah. yeah. So it's spread over two game weeks. So you have this game week. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, it was like done last season. So what remember the inter. Remember they brought in the inter the mid season break. Yeah. It's done over two weeks, so that there's half and half. So the TV companies still get their matches. Okay. That's why it's done like that. You have some cracking games. You have Newcastle City, which could go either way. Newcastle might have some players back. Everton, Aston Villa, Everton at home. Uh, better than they have been Aston Villa. Good away record. Or sorry, bad away record. Sorry, going mm. away. United Spurs. Uh, what's the price of Reguilon coming on for Spurs and scoring the winner? Uh, he went back this week. Arsenal Palace. Liverpool, Bournemouth. Sorry, Bournemouth, Liverpool. Um, That'd be a tricky one for Liverpool. Yeah, it's a lanky point to prove against his old club. But Bournemouth at home, they're, they're a good team. The only thing I think is they, they've been so through such a good run of form. I'm hoping they kind of dip slightly now and Liverpool get them at a good time. Yeah. It'll be hard. It'll be very difficult to pick your team. It oh, might... you, you, it, it's very true. That's what I'm saying. It's very tricky because you don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. And you're, the, the game week, the deadline is next Saturday at 11 o'clock. And you used to pick that for two weeks. You used to pick that for two weeks, exactly. So do you, do you kind of play it safe and keep your uh, try and have your team... Well, you, you have your team and it's set up for whatever. Yeah, but if you have Son, Salah and Haaland... Boy, don't. No, but if you're you a player do, yeah. who does, there's three transfers you need to get rid of. Yeah. You're not well, the, the only thing is at least we'll have some information for, for Haaland. Yeah. We know Salah's not available. So you can pretty much presume after the FA Cup games this weekend you'll have an idea. Yeah. I think... Like th- there's lots of different options. We look at our preview week, we'll have a better idea. Yeah, we'll have a bit more information next week. Like Tony coming back, but that'll be an interesting game. It will, but like it, so here's a list, right, of people. 
You have Wilson injured. Trippier, nobody knows what's happened. There's all kinds of rumours flying around of him. Sabazla injured. Kudos gone. Jordan Ayew. Sabazla is injured. Well, he's down as injured. Oh, he, he, he came off with a bit of a hamstring, yeah. Uh, Jordan Ayew gone. And I know we sagged him off, but he's had a fairly effective season. Zinchenko injured. Olise injured. Amrabat gone. Not that make much difference. Aina for Forrest, who has played one of There's defense. a lot of players missing. He-Chan, Son, Saar, who's been really good for Spurs. Uh, Bali for 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 as far as the five players gone, Nikita, Kayota, Bali, Oya, Salah, or sorry, Salah for Liverpool, it will be for Fulham, who's been brilliant. Uh, Nicholas Jackson for Chelsea might be a good thing for them. Uh, Reggie, we talked about he's gone. There's so many players gone. Paqueta, yeah, Zuma for West Ham, two important players for them. Dean is got, is injured from Timakas gone. Romero still gone from Spurs. Like the injuries are and this and the suspensions. And like Basuma, like you look at as far as Basuma and Sar both gone. Yeah. That's their midfield. It is, yeah. Like, and they have fairly hand. They don't. I think they don't play anyone in the top seven now. Until but March. it's it's not right that this happened. It's just it's it throws it's it's just chaos. Yeah. But which make which means it's an opportunity to make ground to make points. If you play your cards right and go with the right players. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It is. It's wide open. Yeah. Like there is. A, there's a huge element to look this year. Than that there hasn't been in other in other years. Then you're looking at the likes of Madison coming back, Robertson is on the way back. That's why Stupidin's back. There's players out that were having a great season. We're yeah. injured on back now. It's it's great. Did you enjoy Christmas fantasy football? I know you had two bad weeks, but like, did you find that you were kind of trying to enjoy Christmas, but you were keeping too much an eye on the football? No, because it was just weird because it was so spread out. It was it was very very. I like it when it's done with our set time frame, on a Saturday, on a yeah. Saturday and Sunday, and uh, when it's all spread out and there's one game at a time. I don't like that. That's the way it was over COVID and that, and I didn't yeah. like it. And you're looking at the tables trying to figure out who's doing what and who's doing what and who's got what left, and it's just taking up too much time. Yeah, I like a Saturday where it's like nine, oh, I like nine it, games and then a Sunday. We are watching four or five games in a row, and you you're seeing your team, and yeah. it's set. Uh, I that's the way I like the game to be done. So it'll be. You know, splitting it over two game weeks and it's one. I don't really like this part. It's it's it, it, there's a there's a lot more variables. Yeah, and you're trying to live there. a bit of life. Like I know you suggested recording on Christmas. Oh Eve, no, no, that was never happening. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, I know. Right, our question is back. Our trivia question. So, uh, nice easy one. I think this week to get you back into it in the new year. One manager and one manager alone has won the league with the five big leagues in Europe. So you're talking Italy, England, France, Germany and Spain. Only one man has won the league, uh, obviously with different clubs. Who is he? Uh, any ideas, Robbie? Don't say it if you know it. Hmm. Think about it. You'll get it in each country. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it when you think about it. Get in touch with us. Uh, actually, our Instagram was taken away from us. I've set up a new one. I will be following everybody who followed our old one. I'll put up a message on it. So please give that one a follow. We'll get back into the swing of things there. Uh, our Twitter is still on the go. We didn't lose that one because I don't control that one. Robbie does. So give us a shout there. And uh, yeah, get involved with us and let us know how your Christmas went. Anything else from you, Robbie? What's your plan for the week? Just to take it easy. Get yep. all set to go back to work. You're back running. Very slowly, but yeah, getting there. Well, I give up coffee on Monday. <laughs> so that's what's wrong with you. I have an absolutely banging headache. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of coffee and I'm really feeling it. So I'm hoping that... It's I sleep well tonight because I woke up sweating last night. You'd swear I was on some kind of strong narcotic. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this game week. You gonna watch any matches? Yeah, FA try to watch them. Liverpool Arsenal Sunday, is it? That's the FA Cup. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch a bit of that. Yeah, but again, I think he's throwing out a, a fairly shadow side. Okay, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll be back next week with a preview of the next game week. 
we will see you then. Cool. Chat to you soon, guys.